Hey, my name is Dennis from Germany with the cap number 82. It's my first time TCR and yeah, I think it was a pretty tough day yesterday for the start. Tough first day. So I slept directly at the checkpoint and had a wonderful descent now. Like 30 Ks beginning with the day. It's nice. Yeah, what should I say? <laughs> Zdravei. Just finessing my uh, pronunciation there. Bulgarian for hello. Zdravei. And welcome to today's podcast. Nearly crash into Adrian. <laughs> what is doing here? We're stopping. He spotted something. I think he spotted something to eat. Yeah. What have we found here? Oh, nice. Yeah, I need something very more substantial. Yeah. Cool. It's good. It was by speed. Alright. Hey, yeah. <laughs> they might have a little section. Stravay. Yeah, well, we're in. Shop. I thought it might be somewhere that would do some food, like some hot food. I just said hello to some locals, it's great. Uh, this is quite a place, isn't it? That sounds like Tom Jones is doing a concert uh, next door. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, we can stock up with other stuff while we're here. Um, what? Has he gone to make something? No, I haven't spoken to anyone. Uh, so we're in a um, tiny little dark room and every single bit of wall space is covered in shells. Tom Jones is blasting out. <laughs> Outstanding. Yes. Can I have a non-sugar one though? Not of that. Can I have something without sugar? I, like, I'll have nothing if there's no... Yeah. No, it's fine, Adrian, it's fine. Leave it. It's fine. Don't worry, Adrian. No. Mental. Okay. Absolutely bonkers. And there's a load of uh, TCR cyclists sat outside enjoying their bruschetta. Hello. You can knock up a bruschetta. <laughs> Hello, my name is Bulim Srimajan, uh, or AKA Nong Bulim. I'm come from the Thailand. Yes, all is a day two in the TCROs. I got the very, very feeling <laughs> of the riding, funny, hot, uh, especially very cold from the descent down from the camping or for the many crazy gravel route. But anyway, it's my uh, it's my way that I that I really choose. I love it. Uh huh. Okay, so we are um, uh, getting into day two here. It's um, midday. 
We've done 82 kilometres today. Started off at um, about seven-ish. 6.50, oh, I can't remember. Sometime, sometime in the morning. And um, we've just had a little pause here outside um, Tea Market in um, wherever we are, some kind of town. Uh, just before, sorry, this is awful content, isn't it? Just, we've basically got a monster, monster climb coming up just after this town. And we've gone past a big supermarket, and as always, when you do that, there's a bunch of uh, TCR riders kind of attracted like flies around, around the shop. Um, and uh, we're going to get some fruit because we haven't really had any fruit and some more fluids and I suspect Adrian's going to come out with something weird that he's found um, that'll be exciting but uh, totally useless that's my prediction um, we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens uh, he can't resist some kind of novelty weird Eastern European um, food items or drink. I think he might come out with a, like a cold yogurt drink or something like that with a weird name. Let's wait and see. Right, Adrian's just got back from the supermarket. Just take us through what you've uh, found here, Adrian, in the, uh, in the tea market. Tea market. I think tea markets are pretty typical uh, Bulgarian sure. supermarket. Looks really big. Looks large on the outside ah. and quite small when you okay. get inside. Reversed harvest. The fruit wasn't next to the vegetables which confused me somewhat so we nearly came away with some tomatoes. So you've got some onions and some, and some onions. Yeah. But I managed to find some uh, yes. slightly green bananas but yeah. they'll ripen in, in a few about minutes. About 20 minutes, yeah. Some apricots. Yeah, nice. Yeah, local apricots. Yo. John, hello. Hello. Oh, it's you. Thank awesome. You so no worries. I didn't think I was going to see you, to be completely honest. Um, where is it? I thought it was mine because I've got a Monzo card as well. And then uh, I, it's a good job I looked at it. <laughs> but um, which one's which? There you go. Thank you very much. There you go, Josh. No worries. Good luck with the hill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You too. See you, Go, see you later, mate. Oh, it's a grumpy uh... guy. We thought that guy was grumpy. But actually, it was. we joked that it was because he'd lost his bank card. <laughs> it probably was. And that's why he was grumpy. He seemed quite yeah. fine when he got it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. days. Right, sent him on his way. Okay, just take us to the rest of this shop you've okay, got. Okay, so um, I tried to cover all bases in terms of yeah. uh, vitamins, minerals, yeah, sure. protein. Yeah. A bit of carb and uh, as well. The yogurt drink, I think, is strawberry. Yeah. Um, it's Rasoga Yavka Vakmuwa. It's got a weird name. I'm going to open it actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, other mm. than the yogurt drink, we've got some chocolate as well. Some chocolate, which is rather delicious. Local brand, Russian, not advertising. And. Um, we needed some fruits. We haven't eaten any yeah, fruit yeah, or yeah, veg yeah. for two days Get now. Get the micronutrients in. What, uh, I had, we had an orange yesterday. Oh, yeah. Seems such a long time ago, but we did. What's the verdict on the yoghurt drink? Why, yours delicious. is different to mine. Um, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a Berbera. 
better. I thought that we tried the full range uh, so that it would save time in future supermarket oh, shops. Yeah, we're doing some market research. Okay, well, yeah, right, that's um, good. Good little insight into uh, the kind of stuff that is keeping us fueled up, gassed up on the road. Okay, welcome back to TCR land where I'm now pushing up this big climb um, uh, because of my slightly laissez-faire attitude to the finer details of the race and our route. I've got absolutely no idea how high this climb is or how long it is. So I'm kind of just riding it. It's um, it's actually about the same steepness as the, the last one last night, and uh, I'm riding it a little bit slower. But uh, anyway, I want to just talk about our pairs dynamic, me and Adrian, because <clears throat> it keeps getting highlighted to me more and more as we go through the race um there's a guy called doug douglas migdon who's um like a kind of transcontinental legend i think he's done the last five he's from seattle he's 62 and he's like this kind of old road warrior that's he's a veteran he's <coughs> been there and uh seen everything and there's lots of wise words to impart on everyone. Anyway, I've met him uh, over the past couple of years of doing TCR. And um, so we had a good chat at the start. And I keep bumping into him, or we keep bumping into him. And we're going about the same pace. Now, he's quite a slow old dude. And last year, I didn't see him at all because I was significantly faster than him and finished a good few days uh, ahead of him. And um, so subsequently, every time I see him, he's like, Tom, you're making me look good, man. You're making me feel good. As in, <laughs> like, if he's doing the same kind of speed as me, then he must be doing well. Um, the reality, of course, is that uh, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not going as fast as I normally would here uh, because I'm having to kind of not necessarily go at Adrian's speed but in this example I'm pressing on up this hill at my pace and Adrian's kind of maybe 10 minutes back down the road going up at his pace slower especially up hills um, and yesterday we were when we were in the real heat of the day, he was struggling a lot and we were having to stop quite a lot. And then what happens when you're feeling kind of under the cosh and like you're on the back foot is that you really want to stop all the time for comfort and uh, I suppose your mindset changes to um, I need to make sure I get through this, so I need to kind of nurse myself through it. And basically you you start stopping a lot more. And that's the pattern that we've kind of got into. And 
you know I have to my my role in this which we set out from the very start is to get Adrian to the finish line so he can finish the TCR and I wanted to do it as a pair because it'll be a completely different experience to doing it solo um, I wanted to do it with Adrian because we're good mates and I know he appreciates every kind of nuance of this ride in the same way that I do so I knew it would be a real pleasure to uh, share those share all those weird moments with him and kind of delight in the strangeness and the adventure of going across Europe uh, and that's still how I feel and I'm completely happy to do everything I can to to get him to the end and he's you know I was very well we we both sat down at the start and had to really clearly kind of work out what the goal was how we were going to approach it and we said well Adrian said he'd like to give it a real go for the first say three days and see how we were doing how we were feeling and that means um, really trying to race as much as possible and and that means maximizing all the time that you've got so that you're sleeping just as as much as you need and then the rest of the time you're really trying to minimize the time off the bike now the heat yesterday uh, was a factor in kind of not allowing that to happen as much as we wanted it to so we were having to stop a lot more and subsequently lost a lot of time but also what i'm what i've realized i guess is that um adrian is just not i don't know if he knows the extent to which you have to be quick at doing things so when we're stopping not only are the stops often but they're quite long longer than they have to be and i think by his standards we're not faffing but by the standards that we need to keep to get to the finish line when we want to get there i before the party it's too slow um so we've had we had a good chat this morning about sleep strategy and kind of laid out the reality of whether well, we're going at this pace stopping as much it basically means that we have time for a four hour sleep every day we're going to be riding for 18 hours with six hours to use for sleeping and within that six hours we know that we need two hours more or less to faff either side either one, one hour each side of the sleep so uh, you get six hours take away two hours the faff gives you four hours to sleep and I think we wanted more than that because I think we wanted to uh, we, we pictured ourselves 
doing this in a kind of leisurely way um, having a, a nice meal in the evening and a beer and then getting maybe at least six hours sleep every night but in order to do that you need to buy yourself the time to do that so you need probably six seven eight nine nine or ten hours which means you have to get all your cycling done in 14 hours um, and we want to do somewhere between 270 and 300k a day depending on the terrain maybe more than 300 Sundays when it's flat so you know it took us 18 hours to do 300k yesterday so we're kind of four hours out of what we want to achieve and potentially that that could that probably is four hours worth of you know little bits of faffing it's taking a bit too long at stops um doing unnecessary stops i think that would significantly buy you back maybe not all those four hours but a big chunk of that so that's just a little insight into the reality of our pairs dynamic and as we predicted it's not at all putting us under any kind of strain we both know exactly what the score is we know that I'm a bit faster we know that Adrian's a bit undercooked uh, in terms of kind of training and we know what we want to get out of the experience and we're trying to find the best way to kind of manage all that and um, and make all that work uh, and the heat's a big factor that's screwing that up um, so we we might be switching to a, a bit of a radical sleep strategy where we sleep in the day but we're gonna test today whether we've acclimatized to the heat a bit more and whether we think we can actually push through the hottest part of the day um, you know getting quality riding in without having to stop all the time to cool down um, but yeah we'll see very very interesting look at the kind of those micro differences in uh, stopping not stopping um, and how they all add up to make potentially days worth of difference uh, by the time you get to the finish line. Uh, it's Amelia Ashton-Jones, cap number 44, second time of trying a transcontinental, tried in 2000, oh, what was it, 2017, got to checkpoint three, so we're back for a second attempt, TCR take two, excited to uh, head towards home, um, always been a highlight cycle through France, so it's a long way to go to get there, but if we get it right, it should be good. Yeah. Um, so far, fantastic. Well, you just caught me on the way up this rather steep climb, but uh, I was just saying we've got this water fountain which is an absolute godsend, and uh, Fox and Lady's ready to go. Oh, so you've got some through mine. Sorry. <laughs> okay, a little update for you from Bulgaria. I hope you can hear this because. Um, a little bit windy got some um, some blustery conditions here but to be honest it's very very welcome 
Uh, oh, this is loud. Apologies. Uh, I'll keep this brief. We did a the monster climb after the yogurt drink uh, incident. Um, got to the top, uh, but it was a real um, a real ordeal, to be honest. Um, again, like yesterday, very hot. Mid to high thirties, I think. Um, quite a lot of it was exposed, not a huge amount of shade, and then popping out from the tree line, just at the very top of this climb at um, probably over 1,500 meters. I can't remember exactly, but it was, you know, pretty substantial. It took us like about two, two, two and a half hours to do the climb. Um, popping out the top, suddenly you get these mega views. You realize just how far you've climbed. And you can just see basically forever. And everything's blue because of the atmospheric, um, whatever you call it. And, uh, and then another cracking Bulgarian monument on the top of this thing, um, uh, which was erected to, there's a huge arch called the Arch of Freedom, or the Freedom Arch, something like that, um, which was built to commemorate the uh, liberation of Bulgaria and to kind of honour all the people that lost their lives um, fighting for that to happen. So, you know, a bit of uh, poignant history to go and witness and, um, you know, it felt really like a satisfying thing to get at the end of a climb, you know. Um, and even, to some extent felt more like the actual checkpoint. It was at the end of uh, the, the parkour, which is the mandatory route that's been laid out. This is a really, really long one. Took in quite a lot of gravel sections. So the fact that that was the end of the parkour kind of made it feel, uh, well, it's kind of attached to checkpoint one. It makes it feel like we're now into the next chapter of the race. We're, um, we did a great descent off that, uh, the top of that mountain. Um, you could just feel the heat getting more and more oppressive. Each uh, kind of switchback you drop down. Um, and so for the rest of the day, we've been on a pretty large uh, kind of A road. And it's also had some sneakily horrific climbs on it, which we kind of hadn't realized. And um, luckily the trademark taps are still in play. So we're stopping at lots of taps in lots of shade. And uh, we're now en route to Sofia. Next stop, Sofia. So, I'm trying to book a hotel um, just outside of Sofia, and I found a nice-looking hotel that's got some beautiful snowy scenes around it. It looks quite nice at this time of year as well. Um, 
and after hanging on for a few minutes on the phone with a, I guess a bit of a communications barrier, um, the lady got one of the guests on uh, and he told me straight away, don't book here, we've got major problems <laughs> and said, uh, the hotel's not just outside of Sofia, the, the address is wrong on booking.com, it's actually in Plovdiv. So we've driven all the way out here <laughs> to stay because we needed a hotel. So <laughs> his advice was to uh, to not book and we entered a bit of a discussion about how to contact booking.com. So, I mean, the, that's okay for us, but we've just spoken to Andrea, haven't we? Yeah, One yeah. of our fellow cyclists who's now heading down a dual carriageway oh, through the centre of Sofia to the hotel. so merrily going over there to, to go to the cute little hotel which she's going to not find. Hey look, that's TCR. That's the, that's the harsh reality of um, TCR life. She's going to have to bivy there. Maybe where the hotel should have been. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen to us as well. In the meantime, <laughs> we need to find somewhere else. Um, yeah, great story. We're only staying a few hours. All right. We're, we're in a cycle race. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of your fellow races are here. Are they just two hours ago. Ah, I see. They're faster than us. Can yeah, you? we were just taking it easy, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been a hard day. And make sure they don't get a, a wake-up call. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't phone them. Mm. If you could just lock their doors, maybe. You'll hide their bikes? Yes, I will lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I can give you a promotional price of 66 Bulgarian left. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for All that. What, uh, what time's breakfast? Uh, this uh, I know that's not with, with okay, breakfast. Okay, okay. Um, the breakfast is from 7 to 10. Ah, it's too late for too us. Late. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, we're leaving quite early tonight. Uh, 